today I would like to introduce myself and it took me a little bit of pick and choose if I should do this because there's still some mixed feelings, a lot of hate, abandonment, and so forth. But I would like to properly introduce myself to the ancestors that are on my father's side. Some may know of my existence, some not. And for me to harbor these feelings for those who were living through my 40 something years and not greet you, not let you know who I am, how I've been and where I am going would be sort of a disrespect. And I say sort of because I'm still human. I still have my feelings and that's just what it is. I, in case you didn't know, didn't know my father. My father was in jail, prison, damn near the majority of my life. I'm pretty sure you know what he went to jail for or what they said he went to jail for. Apparently he raped, molested a woman in the wheelchair. I don't know the facts. Hell, I don't even know the man's name. But growing up, constantly hearing from people that I did not know, but you look like, or you have family, your cousins is this, and this person last name and so forth. Now, when I was younger, there was a point where I did want to know who my father was, more about the other side of my family, but that didn't happen. I even remember I wrote a letter to Oprah. <laughs> I wrote a letter to Oprah and I can't remember the details, but a lot of it was concerning about finding about my father, who he really was, what really happened and so forth. Never got a reply, obviously, but over time, those feelings faded. Now, I did go to Deep Creek Elementary School in Hemingway, South Carolina. I had a teacher, Miss Ford. I think she might have his family. I'm not sure. I then went to Pleasant Hill Middle and I ended up graduating from Pleasant Hill High School. Pleasant Hill High School, the Blue Devils. From there, I joined the military. 
17 because my birthday is August. Leo all day, every day. And during that process, I never did forget about my father. The times where I would be at my grandmother's house and, oh, you know, somebody would come in because my grandmother, she sold liquor back in the day, you know, she did her thing. She even had this place in the wall in her room where you could take the whole wall apart and all of the liquor was just stashed up in there. I mean, everything from Black Velvet to Seagram 7, Bumpy Gin, you name it. Because, you know, we go to the ABC store, little three little dots, buy whatever you need. She come on back and she, you know, sell it. You know, my grandmother was a hustler. She, she did her thing. So, that was a part of me constantly being told about this side, about you all, whether you were alive or not. And there was such hate and hatred that developed from that because you people grew up not far from me. I was in PD in South Carolina. You were in Plannersville. Not even 15, 20 minute ride. But that want, that longing turned into hate. So I pushed it aside. I did not care. I tried not to care. It upset me when people would mention and try to tell me about people and oh you know that's your cousin and this and that but being respectable and when I really want to say could y'all shut the fuck up I don't know these fucking people why haven't these fucking people came to me they're my family I do exist but it never happened it never happened and this prayer is going out to you, all of you who never knew I existed and those who didn't, who did know and did not come forward because you wasn't certain, you wasn't sure. I even had a conversation with my mother the other day, my mother's still alive. I mentioned something about a paternity test being done. And she was like, you know, you just like your father. And I simply replied, well, I don't know who that person is. He's like, well, you know, you know that baby was already yours. You just want to wait for their results. And that kind of struck a chord. And it still showed me that she still has some resentment, but that's her. We're not talking about her. We're talking about me because I'm introducing myself to you. So then I went to Germany. Well, I was in Alabama. Oh, my goodness. Fort McClellan. Back when it was still open. I went to Germany. Lived like a rock star. Because they love the brothers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I was... 
pretty much said I was a damn man whore. I, from there, when I came to the States on vacation, I fell in love with the scrippers. Yes, yes, yes. That was a weakness. Oh, you know, I always remember that. That one back in the 90s. Tall, red bone with a gold grill was the sexiest thing in the motherfucking world to me. And from there, I ended up being someone of an asshole because I did not respect women the same. It wasn't there. I would come home, visit my grandmother on my mother's side, and that was it. But there would always be some reminder. Somebody. Oh, you sure do. And there even was a time that I was going to the Piggly Wiggly with my mama. Now, I'm in my 20s at this point. And my mother, as she got in the car, she said to me, Oh, you know, that was your daddy. And I was like, I didn't know who the fuck she was talking about. I don't remember what the fuck the person looked like. And it pissed me off because she gave this motherfucker a picture of me in my military uniform. And that shit pissed me off. And I don't care if y'all are upset, mad at me about the shit. This shit pissed me off because the motherfucker was out and could have came and fucking found me and he fucking didn't. So if he didn't tell y'all this shit, that's what the fuck this asshole did was out, got out, saw me in the flesh and blood and did not come and say a fucking thing to his child. Yes. Yes, that is what the hell he did. Then we can fast forward some years to where I heard about him dying. And I debated. I debated, I debated, I debated going to the funeral and people were like, oh, you know, you can just go and show your respects and blah, 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 blah. And I drove from South Carolina to New York and I ended up actually coming back. Got out of a speeding ticket and I was like, oh, you know, my father died. I know that's wrong. I know, I know, I know. But it was survival mode, it was survival mode. Because I didn't see that cop. Oh, my goodness. And he was on the right side. Like, what the hell? You're not in that fucking median part? That's where the hell he was. So I got over on that ticket. So come to my surprise, I don't know if you knew this, but I was not even included in the fucking obituary. Now, I didn't know this at first. Because by the time I got to the church... There was a woman, supposedly she was my grandmother. And she's like, boy, you sure do look like your daddy. Oh, you know, we're having, you know, a little after gathering at such and such house. You should come. I thought about it. And at one point, I thought I might have. But then that's when I saw in the obituary. There was only two kids there. Hey, so I have a younger brother and a younger sister. Probably don't even know the fuck I exist. Probably do. I don't know. Didn't care. Didn't bother. 
and I and I kept that and I still feel that way. But I can't introduce myself to you, to you all, to let you know that you are more than welcome in that sanctuary also. So, could that hurt? That hurt for you to have people sit there and tell you you look exactly like a motherfucker and then to see that you are non-existent in the obituary. But I let it go. From there, nothing was going right in South Carolina after the military. Ran into some racist people, black people on the job. I wish I knew more then that I knew now, but you can't change that. Then I proceeded to New York where it was a new opportunity for me. I started school, but ended up not finishing. There's a lot more drinking. I further delved into that crazy S&M, BDSM style that I carried with me from Germany. And it didn't matter the color, black, white, brown. You know, it was me. It's what I did. But I worked. I was involved with someone who had a drinking problem. She had a heavy drinking problem. Woman was actually 25 years older than me at that time. So she's about 25, 26. She's about 50, 51. But she looked young. She looked like she was in her 30s. And that motherfucker was thick. You know I love him thick. Mm, mm. Love mom. Love them thick. So from there, from there, I had to escape. And the only way that I could was to go to a homeless shelter. I had to get out. I had to find a way. The the outburst, the acts of violence, it, it wasn't. It even was so bad to one point where I had to leave one night. And my mother got some threatening phone calls talking about a hit was gonna get put on me. But I never let her know. I never would've let her know. But at that point, you leaving text messages so my mother know. But that did not deter me. I continued, I continued on. And now, I'm still evolving. I'm still becoming better. I have real goals. I have my first child. I have my first child. And I love my papa, but I wasn't the right type of father, but I am now, and I will be, and I will continue to be. And then my little daughter came in too. So, for you grandparent ancestors, you have grandbabies. You have grandbabies. And though I cannot physically tell them I'm introducing myself so you can come to me. You can pass down the words that I can need to describe to them in a way that there won't be any hate 
or any resentment if the question does come up. Because kids will ask anything in the fucking world. And them asking about my father, are they granddaddy? And for me to be able to say something without that anger, that's what I want to be able to do. And then, all I did was work. Damn near worked like a slave. But I can never shake those thoughts about that side. A brother, a sister, to be the oldest square on my mother's side, I am the middle child. And no, I'm not feeling sorry that I did not go. I'm not. Why? Why would I sit there and fake the funk in front of these people? I'll never be able to trust them. Because it's 20 something years too late. You can be cordial, but how far would that even take me? Because there was nothing, there was nothing that made me really want to know. And all of this time, that's my story. I'm still here. My grandparents on my mother's side have passed and gone. And I miss them dearly. And who knows what could have been passed down from the grandparents and the adults on my father's side. They had a responsibility. I hold my mother accountable for some of the shit as well. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it wrong. Don't look at it as me being biased. But this is me introducing myself to you. You have three beautiful grandkids who will be shown so much love. I will not be, because I don't even know if my grandmother or my grandfather on that side is alive, but I will not be like your son. Even though I may be a product, I will not be the finished piece. I will be the masterpiece. I will be that change. I will make it so this will not continue. Because this is truly fucked up. And just because you're new, I'm gonna explain to you, because all of my relatives and ancestors on my mother's side, they know. They know, they know, they know. But you might think I'm being rude with the language that I am using, the profanity, but it is me being me. And I want you to see the real me. I want you to hear how I felt, the pain that I went through, the thoughts in my mind that even up until this day have never left and probably never will. For you may think it was all honky-dory who knows what you could have been told that, oh, now 
My mother was lying. That baby wasn't his. Who can ever say and who would know the truth? I could tell the truth. But I'm telling you, you're hearing it straight from the horse's mouth. I did exist. I am going to be better. I do not have a criminal record. I do not think the way that man thinks. And I have changed my way that I think about you. Ignorance can be blessed, but at the same time, we know word of mouth travels. And even if there was a possibility, some action should have been done. I'm a kid. I am a kid. And after a while, when you go without, there's no need. It's natural for you to be without. And those memories fade. Those techniques, those gifts, those blessings, that knowledge fades away. And the majority of this time, I briefly mentioned about those that I do not know. But now, I am introducing to you. This is your nephew, your grandnephew, your great, great, your great, 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 however many you want to be. Because your blood runs through my veins as well. And it will until I pass on. I admit it. I accept it. But now, I am accepting you all as well. I am not going to block. I am not going to ignore. So anything that you want me to know, any way you can help me further understand myself, how to proceed going forward, how to be a better me. I am all ears. I am letting you know that it is okay. It is perfectly fine. I will not turn you away. I will not suck. Well, no, I probably will suck my teeth because fuck it. The shit, the feeling ain't going to go nowhere. But I can still be cordial and I can still learn to love you all as I love the rest. And I have my sanctuary, a home. I'm not sure what my father had, but I have my own. It will be in my name and my name only. As further proof that you are welcome. I have my mother's last name, but as I said before, the blood of all of you flows through these veins.
I cannot be me without you. I wish, I wish in the flesh you could have known more about Tiff and her passing and the tragedy of all of it. But she's going to be there too. She's going to be there too. And y'all can conversate and get to know each other as well. Everybody together as one. Amen.